guys. Welcome to another edition of 68 Shining Moments. Today, we have John Lucas III and Tony Allen talking about that memorable game back in 2004 NCAA tournament where Oklahoma State knocked up number one St. Joe's. All right, now pleased to be joined by two players uh, from the memorable 2004 Oklahoma State run and uh, John Lucas III, Tony Allen. John, start out with, with that season a little bit. And, and I know you guys uh, came out of the gate strong, had a hell of a year. But I think, remind me, didn't you guys lose to like BYU and, and Coach Sutton did some crazy shit with you guys after that game, like football stuff? What happened? Yeah, um, we got out-rebounded. Um, and we never got out-rebounded after that. Um, we was playing BYU in Salt Lake City. It was kind of like a homecoming game for one of our teammates, Daniel Bobbitt, who went to BYU. Then he went on a two-year mission. Um, and then when he came back, they decided to go a different way. So he ended up coming to Oklahoma State. And um, I'll never forget this game because we was on a roll and we was playing really good. Um, so we get there. We're playing. It's a good game, tough game. It came down to a final shot. And uh, I remember coming off – the screen and I had a wide open shot but I saw Daniel wide open in the corner so in my mind I was like yeah this is like the best way to get back at the team that like tried to go and I threw the ball to him in the corner he airballed it <laughs> and we end up losing the game but that shot is not the reason why we lost the game we we actually got out rebounded they really they kicked our they kicked our ass on the board and I'll never forget when we was all at the airport I mean, Tony and I was sitting next to each other and, and coach came up to us like to the whole team. I was like, when we get back, I want everybody to go to the football equipment and get measured for helmets and pads. <laughs> and we all looking at it like what? Like thinking it was a joke or something. Then we got back to school the next day when we walk in, you know, he had this thing where we had to come in and check in every day, talk to one of the um just to check on us. Um and uh, he was like, did you get measured? I was like, oh, no, I didn't get measured. I, I was like, I actually thought he was playing. And then, you know, me being the size I was, I had to get quarterback pad. <laughs> so I had the thinnest pads out there. Um, and we for three, was it, Tony, was it two days or three days? Man, we did two hard days of that. Yeah, it was two, two hard, hard days of straight. And that's funny you remember that game, though, that, that's that precise, though. <laughs> And I remember that shot now that you said that because I didn't remember that game at all. All I remember was the aftermath coming into the locker room. We came into the locker room, and soon we came into the locker room. We had a chance. We had a chance to to either get measured for uh helmet and shoulder pads, or you get kicked off the team. Really? And I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "Wait a minute, are you serious?" But I thought they was just woofing. You know, coaches do a lot of woof. You know what I mean? So when a coach say something like that and he actually means it, like you gotta you gotta think, A, how long we gonna be doing this? And B, we need to get our act together. And it was one of those things. I, I kind of embraced it, but then I started thinking about my draft status. And I was <laughs> like, yo, I was like, yo, this if I break one of my fingers, if I get hurt, like you know what I mean? So I kind of had a cheat coach to this, John. I don't know if you knew. I had um who I had, I think I had. I'm not sure if it was Steven Graham or Bobby, one of those guys. No, it couldn't have been Bobby. He was too competitive. You had, you had Steve. 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 It was Steven Graham. So I told Steve, I said, Steve, I said, yo, this could get outrageous. 
and, and he went hard, right? I, we had it all planned out. Like, yo, you're not going to, you're just going to box me out. I'm going to attempt to the basket and you're going to make it look fun. So we tried that for like one possession, right? And Coach said, Coach said, hold on. Put the, he put the ring on there. Remember he put the ring on there? Yep, the, the ring on the So now he was like, if I don't see you guys putting in the effort to do that, he was like, we're going to do this all day. So he kind of got competitive. And man, I think I had jammed my finger on it one time. And, and Franz broke his hand. Like Franz yeah. broke his hand. And, and listen, but listen, one thing I did, I dealt, listen, one thing I did though, and, st- and to avoid that, I just started throwing my shoulder in it every time. You get what I'm saying? On a, on a, on an attack. When I go for the rebound and I say, man, I got two, three seconds of it and then you go box out. So I didn't want to get hurt in that, man. But I thought it helped us mentally because the, the next time guys did not want to do that. We did not want to be in a uh, football basketball player, if that is, that's even a word. But. <laughs> but I just, you know, I remember I used to like, oh, I got to go use the restroom. Like all the rebounds. See what I'm saying? Like, like, look. I got to go use the restroom. <laughs> so I used to always go, I got to go use the restroom. See, I used to stay in the back. And See, then you try to be it, clever. Yeah. But then one thing, one thing that helped us with that was, right, after we did it for two days, Two days straight, we didn't shoot the basketball. We didn't go through no plays, nothing. We never got out rebounded again. That was it. all season, and, and, and that was and that was yeah. And he made us keep the helmets and pads in our lockers as a reminder. As a reminder, if you yo. do it again. We're break, <laughs> we're breaking it back out. Right, man, you remember all that, Luke? I ain't gonna lie, you remember all that. That's crazy. So, and it was it was, was tough. Almost, it was so tough because, remember. you know, I was coming in. I trans I, the year before I just beat them. I had a triple double when I was at Baylor, and we beat we beat them at still we beat them at Oklahoma State, right? Uh oh. And um, yeah, when I a we, lot of people don't know I wasn't on scholarship that night before. I wasn't on scholarship. Before we my played, y'all, let's just get that clear though before you say that, like, because you know you just said something. I wanted to say something. You y'all beat us, right? You had yeah. braids and stuff, right? Yeah. That year. Okay, yeah. listen, we had went out to Eskimo Joe's the night before, so that's fine. Don't take that win. Don't take that win. Like, hey. you know what I mean? Don't be saying that that's the fine. airwaves. Like, hey, like it's still a win. A, just, hey, no, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. We well, go ahead and finish. Don't let him finish so, the story. So um, oh boy, you know, all that all that stuff happened at Baylor when I was there. My teammate getting murdered by my teammate. Um, you know, the whole scandal thing with the coaches and stuff. So I didn't start school to about two months late because oh, we didn't know if we was going to sit out or they was going to let us stay in the Big 12 or we had to go to another conference. Um, and Victor Williams and Mo Baker was in Houston training with my dad for the draft workout. Legends. Legends. And Victor um, was like, uh, yo, a, a good school for you to go to would be O-State. Like, never thought of And One of my really good friends, Ivan McFarland, who's from Houston, was Shout at O-State. Yeah. So I took a visit there. I was actually headed to Memphis. That's where you're going to go? Yeah. With Coach Man, you weren't going to Memphis, was you? Yeah. Me, it was going to be me and Darius that. Washington. I ain't know really. that. going to be you and Darius? You yeah. never would have seen the ball. I was going to be there. <laughs> he, I was going to be there my senior year. He was going to be a freshman. So what happened was, and the the reason why I'm telling this story, because everything happens in a full circle in basketball, right? 
So when I get to school, it's no more scholarships. So I had to pay my junior year and I was a walk-on. So technically I was a walk-on my junior year when we went to the final four. Wow. Um, and when I got there, I really didn't trust too many people, right? I just came out of a situation and I, I didn't really trust too many people. I, I've always had my circle real tight, right? And Tony Allen, who's a brother to me, he's one of my best friends. I was in his wedding, he was in my wedding, that's my brother for life, was the one person on the team that started knocking that wall I put up around me. Cause I was the only one who had my own apartment at school. Really? I was, and I never came out. Like I go to the gym, get my work in. I'm in, I'm in my, like, I'm just in my, talk, my boys talking, whatever. And every day around like 5.30, like clockwork, I hear boom, 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 boom at my door. Every day, right? So I was like, man, man, what he want? Like, yeah. I open up, hey, we all going out. We going to eat, man, it'll be good. You know, you, you know, it would be good for you to, I was like, nah, I'm cool. He was like, all right, next day, do, 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 do. Same thing, same thing. I was like, man, all right, man, I'm gonna go, right? And what he was doing, he was like, yo, cause we gonna need you. Like, we got a chance to be good, but we gotta have a leader. If our leaders stand offish, you know, cause it was yeah. technically Tony's team. Yeah. Oklahoma State was <laughs> technically Tony's team. And um, he the one who helped me kind of like start trusting people. And then the chemistry got there. And then Coach Sutton started seeing it, how close we started becoming. So then he'll do like Coach Sutton, like he's the best. He's like, he reminds me of my father. He's one of the best guys to get into you, to your mental space. Motivate you. Yeah. Yeah. To motivate you. So he always used to test me and Tony because we always start hanging. We was like this. So if something happened, he'd be like, well, where's Tony and John? Well, they involved, like, it just started like, and then try to catch us up. Like we, like, you know what I'm saying? So he was like holding us accountable. And I'll never forget this, right? So we were scrimmaging in practice one day. And I had like, like Tony was like, nah, he called a bogus foul for a game point. He missed the wide open layup, but he got fouled at the three-point line. He thought he was going to make the layup for a game. He missed it, then he called foul. And I was like, oh, you're not getting that. I was like, you're not going to – nah, check it up. Like, you can have the ball, but it ain't no game. Like, and Tony was, you know, he's sick. You know, Tony, like, Ugh. and I'm, you know, I ain't really lift yeah. weights like yeah. that. So I was but like, I ain't nah, You start lifting weights, though. And then – so he <laughs> – so me and Tony was about to really get into it. But – what happened was he knew I wasn't scared and I knew he wasn't scared. And it's like the whole that that whole season clicked right there in that little scrimmage. Really? In my opinion. It's that time of the year again, folks. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams making their final push for a bid while the best teams in the country are gearing up for a deep run. Auto bids will be punched. Slippers will be fit. And our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, are putting my listeners at the center of the action. If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week, and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right, $256. Here's how it works. Download the app now. Use that promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Again, FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs. 
bet $4 on them to win and cash out a whopping $256 when they do. There's no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge on display than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So remember, that's field, the code, field 68. Again, field 68 to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, you must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, we'll fast forward here a little bit. You guys had a hell of a regular season. After that BYU game, I think you lost twice all year in the regular yep. season, right? 14-2 and two in Big 12 play. You're beating everybody. So fast forward to the NCAA tournament. All right. Mm-hmm. First of all, do you remember the day, Selection Sunday, when you saw your draw? What, what, what were you guys thinking when you saw your road? Well... I pretty much was thinking like, like just looking at all the, the competition. I was looking at Connecticut. I was looking at, I, I know honestly it was Connecticut. I was watching Connecticut the whole way. I was thinking like if I if I had a chance to match up with Ben Gordon, that was going to be my that was going to be my like that's how I was going to get in the lottery. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I felt like I dropped. Like I dropped all the way, but like Danny got me for a steal. But if I'd have got a chance to show the world me against Ben Gordon on the big stage that I could play both ends, I probably would have went for sure higher than Kurt Snyder. I know for sure that dude that went to uh, Nevada, I, like I really, I still want to play him one-on-one right now till this day. Like him and Ben Gordon, those two. And um, that's all I was thinking. And then we went through the guards. I knew I had to see Delonte West. I saw St. Joe's. I knew what they was doing. Um, uh, but just the our tournament that we went through, it had me ready for anybody. I, like we 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 ran through the Big Twelve tournament. Like and <laughs> it just that time was wild off the court things. I'm just thinking about me and John though. But just for us to just even get through the tournament with a breeze and like. Man, we knew – like, I was just looking at all the top teams. I'm ready for them, so it can help my draft number two, That's all right? I was thinking. You guys were the two seed in the East. You started with Eastern We should have been a one seed. We should have been a one seed. Let's, let's talk about it. We should have been a one seed. Well, St. Saint, Saint Joe's, we'll get it. to them in a minute. We'll get to them. But first, yeah, you get to okay. Washington. Then you get to Memphis. Which who, wait a minute, who we played first? I don't even remember who we played. We played, we played uh, East, Eastern Louisiana. Eastern Washington. Yeah, East, yeah, I went. No, we play. Eastern, we play Eastern Washington. Yeah, I think so. I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah, I I knew that was a walk in the park. But it was, was in Kansas, was, right? Was a layup. What's that? That the, our first two rounds was in Kansas. Yeah, you got Memphis after Eastern Washington. Right. And then now that's the game. Let's talk about that game. The Memphis. Go ahead. What do you remember? What do you remember from that? Memphis? I remember Joy Graham. It's a dude named Sean Banks. We was oh. dating. Look. Coach Sean was talking about a dude named Sean Banks. He was like, this guy's an NBA. Woo, woo, woo. So we go and shoot around. I tell Joey Graham was trying to be funny and, uh, and, and shoot around. And I remember trying to, like, get him in trouble. I was like, Joey Graham, stay focused, man. Stay focused. <laughs> like, like trying to get him ready for the dude supposed to be this NBA guy. 
he just was like 18. What, what is he, a rookie or something? What, I mean, he a, was freshman. a freshman. He was a freshman. He was a freshman. I was like, man, the way they did him in the scout report, I was like, yo, you got your hands full. And I promise you, the first play of the game, oh, it's probably he, the third play of the game. Don't, don't, give me the, don't give me the line. But all I'm saying is, he took the ball up like, like Dr. J and, mm-hmm. and, and finished it over his head. I'm talking about I took the kid whole confidence. I haven't heard from him since. No, <laughs> no, for real. Oh, like yeah. Joey Graham did, like when you talk about destroy somebody confident, I saw Joey Graham do this. Shout out to Joey Graham. What do you yeah. remember about that game though? Uh, I just you- remember going heads up with Antonio Burks. Big Stone guy. Shout out to him. It's his birthday today, too. Yeah. Or yesterday. So I think his birthday was I, yesterday. And, and I remember, you know, almost going to Memphis. So I had ties with Coach Cal and then Dewan Wagner. Boy, o, o, OG was on that team. You remember I was talking to him before the game. That was my. I just remember, like, my whole thing was, like, that was my first time ever playing an NCAA tournament. So I was locked right. in from the jump. Locked in. Yeah, John was locked in. I think John back then. I want to say you was you was real deep into that film, like a, like a little earlier than like like you always be watching film. I remember that like I didn't really pay attention to film in college, like I was just like it was just a breeze. But John, he always dissected film, man. I, that was one thing I think, man. You, you had a curve on a, a lot of the athletes early, man. Yeah, you so, got that. They, that's that coach's son vibe in you, bro. Yeah. I want. So to, I remember, like man. I remember, like. I knew they thought I was going to come out and score, 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 right? But my first two games, I was more letting the game kind of come to me. And Tony, Tony, Joey was getting off. Ivan was getting off. Like, I contribute, like, my little points and my little assists and stuff. So I was just like, my whole thing, I wanted to be efficient. I wanted to, I wanted, like, I really wanted to win. Like, I didn't know if I, I've never been in that kind of opportunity and that type of stage. Um, in college, and Baylor, and Baylor, and, and that's what I'm saying. And Baylor, Baylor, we was known for just like running over Baylor at the time that he right. was playing over there. Let's, like, that, like you probably did win that one time that you brought up, but like you look at the numbers every time we go play Baylor, we would just smash them. So for him to come into a winning environment, I embraced him. I said, you know what, I, I got to see where he at, right? And, and I'm telling you, from that time we told you what we got into it at, where we slick had a little skirmish or whatever. That was the litmus test for us to click. And I'm telling you, every game he was prepared, it even helped me prepare. Tell me about the times even before those games, bro, before we get back to this, how competitive we was and staying in the gym at night, trying to trying to work on our craft, trying to get us to the next level. Our whole focus, me and John, we clicked because we wanted to be the best at everything we was doing in the Oklahoma State uniform. Let's let that be known. Let's let that be known, John. You used to try to go in the go act like you going to the bathroom again when, when I'll be shooting on one end, you'll be shooting on another end. You act like you done shooting. And then I'll be done with my workout, go to, trying to jump in the shower when you come right back at the end and shoot. We would be on that type of time. Competitors, we were competitors inside of the competitive nature. Like, like it was just me and him, man. Like but that man, but that's what that's what that's what like that's what brought us to the NCAA NCAA tournament was right there, that competitive side. Like I really exactly. felt like we was the best backcourts, back the best one-two punch in college basketball at that time. But I also knew about Jameer and Delonte. I also knew about Chris exactly. Paul was a freshman. We played Carl Krauser, Pittsburgh. So all these guys yeah, that, all them talking, that was better, that they were better than me. 
Let's um, go to say what you mean? Us, they was ranked ahead of me too, bro. What do you mean? Us, we had like a we played with an edge, bro. Like there, a lot of people don't know that we played with an edge, and like each of these games you bringing up, like we can remember some like like Carney, just for example. They had Carney on the team. They had him projected higher than me. Uh, and I was a senior. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, they got him going late first round. And I and I scouted. I'm talking about I, I scouted this game instantly. As soon as I saw the first highlights, coach said them so I said, Oh, he can't dribble. So I know what I'm gonna do. As soon as I as soon as I get in the game, I'm making them put it on the floor. You get what I'm saying? And and, mm-hmm. and, and, and John, you probably had Burke. You probably thinking, okay, I gotta use my quickness, I gotta use my speed, I gotta be quick, I gotta get these guys involved. We approach games like how we approach games in the NBA. You see what I'm saying? Early, early on, just with a whole type of our proper preparation prevented us from. Poorly perform. You get what I'm saying? Yep. What you What you gonna say, Jeff? So you you mentioned before that you guys felt like you were the best kind of one-two punch, backcourt punch in in the country. But everybody's talking about you. You get through the Sweet 16. Now we're on to the Elite Eight, and it is all about Jameer and Delonte, isn't it? I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. You heard all year. Delonte averaged 20 points a game. That He was averaging 20 points a game until that point. You know what I'm saying? Man, let's put some respect on my boy name. All-American, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Huge, big, huge respect for Delonte. Where that my boy, uh, you know, I'm talking about lethal left-hand shooter, silent shooter, boom, boom. He's going to hit you anytime you leave him open. You can create, get others open. Silky smooth game. Uh, they, was, they, was, they was undefeated. Uh, at the time, well, they probably had lost one game. I'm not sure. No, no, no. They, they lost. They, they, lost they, they lost. Oh, they lost in the tournament. In they in their in their right. ter- in the term they lost that's to right. uh, Duquesne. Duke, Duke, Duke yeah, that's right. Duquesne. Okay, so, okay cool. Season undefeated, lost in the in the A10 tournament. But and then they got that, us. I knew. Because you you had Jamil going game right. That was that was I never forget the night before that game. After we beat Pittsburgh, we celebrated a little bit. And Tony and I was roommates on the road. And I couldn't go to sleep. Because I was itching for that moment. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so amped for that game that I had an awful first half. I couldn't hit nothing. I was playing terrible that first half. Are you trying to give us an excuse of why you snuck up the court the first half? No. Uh-uh. No, it's just, just be, I, it's, it's a I, long time ago now. Man. I, I just, I just want to hear it. Like um, to give a I wanted, I wanted it so bad that I, w- I was putting unadded pressure on myself. And I'll never forget this. Like, Coach Sutton, he usually wants everybody locked in at halftime, right, T.A.? Like, all eyes to the board, right? And I remember the whole tournament, I'm, like, superstitious a little bit. So the whole tournament, they want us to wear the two uh, – 2K4, the two 2K4s, Harachis, Nike. They want, because they'll start pushing it. And I've always wore Jordans. So at halftime, I switched my shoes and I put my headphones on. And Coach Sip, Coach Keller, Sean, Jimmy Williams, Eddie Sutton, they kind of like left me alone. And I was listening at halftime. And then the second half, we came out. And I was, and I told TA, I said, I got you, Keller. I got you. And I was like, I was determined to flip the narrative of that game from that first half to my second half. And I remember I said, if it comes down to taking a last shot, I'm taking it. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Cause I've already passed up one shot 
in the BYU game. I said, I know what I can handle. So, and I remember in before the game, I've always put a target on somebody's back. And they had a guy when we was out there stretching, last name Burrow or something like that. He was talking noise the whole time we were stretching, <laughs> nobody in the gym. And he was like, he was like, Delonte ain't eat all day. Jameer's hungry. <laughs> like, just talk like woofing. He said that. He said that. And, he said and that. I looked at him, I remember, <laughs> I remember this number. So I said, and he was supposed to be like a defensive player. So I knew he was going to be guarding me at some point. So we ran a play for Joey to get ISO because he was having to, you know, Joey, they couldn't guard him, the guy who was guarding Set it up, John. Set, set it up. You're down one here mm-hmm. with how much time left at this point? Like, it was like 12 seconds, like 10 seconds. We called timeout. Um, so we had and a Carol play. Carroll had just hit a three, right? Carroll had just hit a three. With yep, about a corner three. seconds left to put him up. Yep. So we drew a coach call a timeout. We drew the play where Joey was going to have an ISO from the top. And I was going to be on the, you know, left side wing. So we got to the ISO. Joey's going into his move. He slips. And kind of fumbles the ball. My guy, who was doing all that wolfing, <laughs> left me. Joey luckily gets control of the ball, throws it out. When it left my hands, I knew it was in. And then you guys go up, and Jameer, and they, they, they don't, time. they don't, they don't call timeout. There were no timeouts called in the final minute of that game. It just neither coach. I, I was shocked, shocked. So it was no timeout. They tried, they Jameer tried to come. He threw like a half court shot. Yeah. And I got back. If you notice, I took, I'm about numbers, right? I caught the ball. That's a rebound for me. He airballed it. So I caught it. And then I just <laughs> threw the ball in the air. I just threw it up. Wow. Time ran out. I remember jump, jumping in uh, Randy's hand because he was like a grad, grad assistant. But played at Randy Rutherford, shooter, legend too, old state. And um, I, I kind of like just felt all the emotion because I was like, damn, everything I've been through this whole year from investigation by the NCAA, the FBI stuff, the transferring teammate getting killed, all that stuff. It was like, okay, boom, like we going to the fold. Like, like who would ever thought that, you know, that you're would a happen? Right, you're a yeah, bailer. From right, back, right. exactly. For you, so I never forget. Crazy. We just went through it, and we. But after after the celebration and all that, we was like, "All right, who we gotta play?" So we playing Georgia now. Georgia Tech. How I say everything works. So people, a lot of people don't know this. Will Bynum, who's Tony, one of Tony's best friends, or a really good friend of mine, was really supposed to go to Oklahoma State when he left Arizona. Right. Right. But he ended up going to Georgia Tech instead. So now we're playing Georgia Tech. I was looking past, I like not looking past him, but I was like, we're going to win this thing. It's just in the cards. We're going to get UConn. You, and I wanted UConn because a Mecca Okafor and I went to the same high school. From Houston. We graduated together. And I wanted Tyleek Brown. Yeah. I said, I got Jameer. I need Talik. I need Brown. I, I want him. Right? I said, I won't. Just like T.A. was like, I won't be. So, 
it was Tell me, wasn't I was the guy, like, though. <laughs> he huh? wasn't the guy. Tell me, wasn't the guy. No, I'm talking about they always say he's you, the, you the need, Huh? Yeah, he was hey, no, yeah. I'm talking about for, for point guards. They had one in yeah, the top yeah, three. That was, your, that was your motivation. Yeah. Yeah. You want to bang Goldberg. I want to bend. I want to bend. I said, I already took down. I already, we already. So I, Carl Krause was another good point guard that I had to go he against. Was tough as, he was tough as shit. Exactly. Yeah, he was He was just tough. Black Magic. Yeah, they called him okay. Black Magic. He had a nickname. Yeah, name. Was, I was like, I knew about it. I want that. <laughs> So I got you guys look past. Pittsburgh. You guys huh? think you look past Georgia Tech because of UConn? No, we didn't look past Georgia Tech. I'm not kind of did, kind of did. Yeah, we did. We didn't. I didn't look past them. I knew it was going to be an option. So a lot of people don't know. I me did. And Jerry, me and Jerry Jack was teammates. I had nobody to stick that game. You didn't. You know I was disengaged. <laughs> really? So. Like no, they had so, BJ Elder. They had Elder. No, they did. They had BJ Elder. He yeah. Been in some type of. Yeah, that is. but we didn't look past them. We just didn't think they was going to beat us. Yeah, we 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 had all the confidence. Like we only lost two games after we lost to BYU, and the one game we lost to was against Nebraska, and that was because everybody was on some that game. Everybody was thinking about their draft. So Joey started shooting every ball. Tony was shooting every ball. Stevie came in the game shooting every ball. Daniel shoot. like I got my average. I got that my average team, that game. and that's how we lost that game yeah. in Nebraska because everybody was worried about stuff, and we was and we got away. To where we was supposed to really be. No, so, no, we was down 11 0, bro, starting that game. And, and, I want to go back. I want to go back. Once you guys got to the Final Four, I, I know there has to be a TA story of, of before the Final Four going out and having some fun. Come on, Tony. No, we, we was on lockdown. You couldn't do anything? Tony didn't get out? Come on. Coach Sutton won't play in that. Man, we, we was on lockdown. We couldn't do nothing. Lockdown, man. And he made that us go to the. And you. he made. And he made us go to the final game. He made you go to what? He made us go watch Duke. Uh, go go watch Georgia Tech and UConn in the finals and sit up there as we a lost. team. No, so we lost. Did? Yeah. As a yeah, reminder, like look how close y'all got. How could you celebrate at the loser? Yeah, we couldn't celebrate, so he was really punishing us. Wow. Wow. So, so what like you, don't, like you don't get a reward, reward in the final four. You don't get a reward for the second place. You gotta win that thing or nothing. Ain't no fourth place consolation bracket. This one, one, you know. Tony, what do, what do you remember about that that St. Joe's game? St. Joe's just remember just trying to make Delonte West go right all the time. You know, um, once I saw Lucas hit the shot, it was more like. Game over. They didn't call timeout, and he only got like three seconds to get it up court. I was over with. And I was thinking, like, man, my my biggest challenge really in the tournament was the, the Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh situation. They were good. The Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh. I, I, I think I was scared of crowds at first. I don't really? say scared, but I think I kind I kind of liked out his highlights. It was going to be a little bit. Much for us because you know he, he was aggressively attacked, he's strong, he get to the line. And um, they had a left hand guard, I forgot his name, Paige. I think that was Julius his name, Paige. Paige. Julius Page. Which was he better than his brother? Was his oh. brother Victor? Was Victor Page better than Julius Page? More talented, more talented, more, ta more talented. Yeah, but uh, I you know, the crazy thing is. 
playing against those guys the year before, we always at Jordan camp together. So, you know, you had a relationship, and then I had a relationship with Brandon Knight, who ended up, you know, was one of Pittsburgh's top point guards. And Brandon Knight and I was training the same time when Victor, when, when uh, everybody was down there working with my dad for the pre-draft workout. Him, Ron Slay, like guys like that who was older than me was coming down. So we played Pittsburgh. I was like, oh, we're going to win. And then he was like, ah, nah, Carl Krauser, Black Magic, Bronx, Bronx Fine. It's like, yeah, you know, talking that. And it was like, and Carl was tough. He was. Carl was tough. Um, so, you know, yeah, that, I didn't, that I, I didn't know who he was. So Tony's a little bit different, as you can tell with the with our personalities. Tony didn't watch film at the time. Tony was like, it didn't matter who he was playing against. Tony was going to go at him. With me, I wanted to I wanted to know everybody's tendencies. I wanted to know what their go-to was if the game was on the line so I could cut. Because I wasn't a strong defender. I didn't really didn't, – I didn't focus on defense like that. No. Which is probably um, why you guys work so well together, to be honest. Right. So I was hey, more – Listen, I was listen, more... listen, 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 listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let's get this quick. Are you doing a lot of things and things that's rubbing me a little? Listen, I never was a defensive player either. You know what I'm saying? I was the player of the year. You keep forgetting. I used to think he, I was Paul Pierce or he, 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 he uh, was, he was, he was, you he was, he was, he was, he was, in competition. I got a Big 12 player of the year award. He got the same one the same year. So we we always been like that because I won the Big 12 player of the year and then he won the Big 12 player of the year too. But, at the end of the day, Tony used to lock down all the top offensive players on the other team. Am I lying? Give them, and give them buckets. Well, that's – yeah, And yeah. give them buckets. That's what people don't realize with, with Tony was because in the NBA you were known as a defender, people don't realize you could score the ball in college. You did both. I, you know, I, I, I say I had my days. I had my days. But, you know, the, the defense, they get that came later. In this segment we talk about right here, you got to put some respect on my day. I was killing on the offensive end, yo. Oh, no. That it was, was a bucket, but he was a bucket, but he had, some, he had somebody, like, I told T.A., he got mad at me one day because I would not pass him the ball when he was open for the three. And I told him, I said, hey, T.A., am I lying, T.A.? So you know I'm that line. I said, T.A., every time you shoot, you cost yourself a million dollars. What? <laughs> right? And he looked at me I just like that. Like, it's so story, I'm going to let you tell it. Hey, he, said, and then he, looked at me, he looked at me just like that. Like, what? <laughs> I said, if you get, I said, because I was, I was a little bit, like he said, ahead of the game when it came to being efficient, when it came to, like, numbers. Because, you know, I, I had my dad. He was pre- GM of an NBA team, a president of an NBA team, head coach. And I used to pick his brain all the time. And he told me, he was like, hey, you want your boy T.A. to go first round? You got you to gotta, you gotta make him all the way around. So my mission was like, all right, T.A., I got you, bro. So every time he cut to the basket or he backed door, he got the ball and laid it up and got to the free throw line and was getting buckets, right? So then T.A. started noticing I used to come in and shoot every night like clockwork 
9 p.m. every night. And he came in there one time with me. And he and I saw as many shots we was getting up. He was like, man, it's too much. But T.A. But T.A. was like this. T.A., if we played Kansas, and what's his name, Keith Langford, T.A. was going to cook him. If we play R.P. to Andre, Andre Emmett, R.P., bro, that was probably one of the best matchups I've ever seen was T.A. versus Andre Emmett, Texas Tech. So, Andre Emmett, who you said? Yeah, Andre I, Emmett. Yeah. From Texas Tech? He's a great player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Andre. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so I'm a, that, I'm a dude. I got drafted when I think, I think, I think that was our first Big Twelve game our junior year. That was our opening game mm-hmm. in Lubbock, and that was probably and TA just him and TA was going back at it, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like TA could get a bucket on anybody. I had twenty six points that game, and he had and he had the same move. Hey, y'all gonna do that game right now? I had 26 points that game. No Hard chance. crossover. <laughs> using his body, he did it. He did it to the. He did it to Delonte. He did it to everybody. He a bucket. But I was telling Ta, like I was trying to manipulate the game. Like, and every time he cut, he got the ball. Every time he went for, we had this one play where we throw an alley hoop to Ta, and he jumps coming from the right side. Throw it up, he gonna go get it. You throw it to the ceiling, he gonna go get it. So TA was making me look good because everybody always known me as a scorer. Right. Nobody right. ever th- thought of me as a, a distributor, like making play. And Tony helped me out by making me look good. I was averaging like five, six assists my junior year. Well, I really was only supposed to average like three because I shot the ball every time in Baylor. <laughs> so then it showed like a different part, but. It showed a part of T.A. to – when the game was on the line, we needed somebody to go get buckets for us. We always ran plays for T.A. A lot of people don't know that. We ran plays for Tony when the, when we needed buckets. Hey, Tony, last, last select- question. Last question. Um, is it crazy to think that this game against St. Joe's is one of the all-time most memorable games in NCAA tournament history? I mean, again – that last minute was about as good as any last minute of a tournament game can be going back and forth, big time shots, no timeouts. And your boy here making the biggest shot of the season. Yeah. To me, that's one of the most memorable ones. Um, I look back and you just think like, I think Joey had a chance to either what put us up one tied up or whatnot. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that went, but he fumbled the ball. If he's if he's timid in that situation and not aggressive, maybe something happened. They turn the ball over. We don't get it, and that's a 50-50 ball. What we call in today's game, those loose balls. And we was just on the better hand of that. And John Lewis, like I say, that shot. He's been telling you he's staying in the gym. He's always watching film ahead of the curve. That goes to tell you and show you, like I, right, he was pretty much properly prepared for to take that shot. So if kids can. Um, just get anything from any of this. Like, always work on your game. You always be ready. You stay ready. You'll never get ready. It's one of those um, cliche things they say. But really, when the doors are closed, like, really, what you doing? Like, what you what are you doing to, you know, keep up with 
as far as like everything, like your game, anything that go along with your body, like how, how, how you how you taking care of your engine, pretty much what you putting in your engine. And he was the the epitome of a pro pro early in college, so that shot didn't surprise me. But I had a lot of more memorable games than that. Like I like I like. Uh, my matchups with with uh, Mouton to get uh, number one for the conference, uh, to get the, the number one seed in our conference for the tournament seed. Uh, I like the game with Ricky Paul and in Missouri. Shout out to Ricky Paul. I'm giving these guys some little shout and some light. Uh, I, I just remember Brian Mouton was a bucket. Like he averaged like 18 a game. Every time I played him, I knew he had that. He had come in the pick and roll with the with the with the dude Thomas who set the pick. He had, and that felt like a, a football player itself. And um, I knew he Thomas. could get the shot James off. Thomas. Yeah, James, yeah, Thomas. I knew the, the Mouton could get that shot off. So that was a I always like those matchups. And I'll never forget the matchup in Missouri with um Ricky Paul. Then he kind of got the best of me that game. I think he had like 31 points on me. I'm talking about I caught every last bucket of it. And um I just remember those guys beating us actually in a double overtime and uh, I think I think coach that coach that coach who coached that year is the same Quinn coach Snyder. who coached in the Utah Quinn. Jazz right now. Yeah, Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Quinn. Yeah. So so just I, I remember that matchup and uh, just them, them, them memorable games for me. I would I would say what got us prepared for those games was the Big Twelve Conference. At that time I in my opinion the Big Twelve Conference was probably one of the toughest um, conferences going on at the time that year. Um, and that I think that's what got us prepared because every night you had to bring your game and every night, you know, you had, you was going against a top dog, Kansas. You had Kansas, you had Missouri, you had Texas. Uh, it was o Oklahoma. Like we, every, every night it was fun. So when we got to play against other conferences, We've been through battles all year through our conference. Not saying everybody, I think that year the Big 12 had some of the most teams in the NCAA that year. Um, it was, and we just, we, I mean, I, I, you know, shout out to Coach Eddie Sutton and RP, you know, to Coach, because he really is the reason why we was able to accomplish everything that we accomplished that year and the year after that. And um, he turned he turned young men and he turned young boys into men. And I I mean I thank him all the time for taking a chance on me. If you look back at our team, he took all chances on all of us. Our starting five was all from other schools besides Ivan McFarland. Crazy, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. So he You're took right. he took he took chances on on transfer players. Sec second year play like players from other schools and he had the 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 voice to kind of like make you and get the best out of you and I you know I think him I think him every every day because I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for Coach Sutton I was lost honestly um after all that so and then you know I always yeah every time I see Tony I give him a, a, the biggest hug ever <coughs> Just because well, listen, it's something that, that you guys will never forget, right? I mean, you did it together as kids, you know, I don't know how long it seems ago, uh, 17 years ago, almost 18 years ago now, 
you know, it's got to be crazy looking back at that Final Four run. And I appreciate you guys giving me some time, uh, reliving those memories, and uh, really appreciate it. Certainly a game and, and, and a run that I don't think anybody will forget. So John Lucas III, Tony Allen, I really appreciate both of you guys. Thank you.